Welcome to the Game Table, the Tri-State's one and only nerd culture podcast. From comic books to video games to movies to action figures and anime and board games and everything in between, we aim to be your one-stop shop for the news you care about. We watch everything and read everything and consume a steady stream of comic books so that you can be more informed with your entertainment dollar. Joining me today on the old Nerdline again, it's Ben from Des Moines. It's more magic talk because, well, there's just been a heck of a lot of news and magic lately. How are we doing today, Ben? Hello, I'm doing fine. Doing good. All right, let's see here. Well, um, I can't remember when they teased it. It's been a couple weeks now. I've kind of lost track of all the news announcements. But they introduced, with all the forthcoming sense, that they're adding a new, I don't know, what would you call it? We're calling it new modern. Uh, well, yeah, it's uh, it's pioneer. It's a new format. Format. That's the word I'm looking for. And I knew that's the word you were looking for. Ah, uh, it's okay. It happens from time to time. But a new. For- oh yeah, no, I did. So this is going back to about 2012, 2013, 2014, right around there. So we got another break in time because modern goes back to. I can always forget it's the border change. I think. Yeah. Whatever that was. Yeah. So it goes back to somewhere, you know, 2008 and a lot of sets. And now this one only goes back to 2013. And you said it's the, which Ravnica? Because I can't remember. Uh, Return to Ravnica. Return to Ravnica is where we're going to start. So now yeah, we're... It's, the, it's the, the Return to Ravnica block and then all the um, So now we have Legacy, we have Vintage, we have Modern... And now we have Pioneer, and then we'll continue to have Standard. Um, so, I mean, um, yeah, so where are we going with this? Because why do you think they decided to do another break, another format? Well, uh, I think, A, it allows them a chance to re, um, to like retune in what kind of meta they're going to have. I mean, there's stuff in... Uh, currently, there's stuff that's in modern. Well, not in modern, but could be in modern, but it is banned. So, but because they've done their bannings to Pioneer yet, it is not banned. So, like um, Treasures Reuse is probably the big one that people talk about. Yep. Um, I don't remember the casting cost. I I think it's like six or seven, but it lets you draw. I believe it's three cards, but it's got delve. It's like one oh. blue, and I think I want to say it's like one blue and uh, six mana. Okay. Treasure Cruise. Something like that. Um, but it's it's got Delve on it, so you can be like, oh, there's stuff in my graveyard. Yeah, especially with Modern, with all the fetches. Yeah. Um, you have a bunch of cards in your graveyard that literally are going to do nothing forever. So then you're basically playing one or two mana for draw three cards, which is pretty ridiculous, especially like in Storm. Yeah. Which is all about spell, spell, spell. cards into the yard. Yep, and spells, spells, spells. Yeah, and and so so far in this format, um, that's not banned, but there are no fetches in the format, even though in um, one of the sets, I don't remember off the top of my head, there's uh, the allied pair oh, yes. um, fetch lands in there, but they're all initially and immediately banned before the format was even anything. As soon as they announced it, they're like, no fetches. Deal with it, folks. Well... Uh, we talked about it previously on the show that, you know, they care about speed and people with the fetch lands, you know, all right, so I crack it and all right, give me five minutes and I'll find the right card I need and blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, like I think Burn runs one or two um, uh, yeah. sacred foundries and or I think it's uh, two or three sacred foundries, generally two, and then maybe one or two mountains. Um, so you're searching through your deck for one of those, you know, what is it, four or five cards? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got a shuffle, and then you've got a cut, and that's each time there's a fetch. And I know Burn used to. I don't think it runs as many fetches anymore, but it used to run like ten. Ugh. I mean, and that's just an example of a fairly, you know, common run of the mill as far as uh, ability fair deck. I mean, most decks were running that many fetches, and and Burn was primarily one color, and it's still running ten fetches. Um, you can imagine if somebody's running a five-color deck or Ugh. you know a, a four or three-color deck, mm-hmm. they've, they're probably running around as many fetches. I mean, burn might have been on the high side, but uh, even if you're running six or seven fetches, that's six or seven potential shuffles every game. Um, 
over the course of up to three games, you're talking that's a lot of dirtling about. Yep. Uh, uses time, and, and frankly, shuffling is not nearly as exciting as people think, uh, or you which know. is not very exciting. No. Um, now, in the lead-up to this, or post to this, people said that there used to be a Frontier format for a while. Uh, but it yeah, had a, which was not officially supported. Okay. There was a ban list, and there was quite an extensive ban list from what people were telling me, you know, you know, on the articles and the YouTubes and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah. Um, so, you know, how is this going to be different? Well, I think the first, you know, it's a wide-open format at the moment. No one's banned except for the fetches. Uh, so that's letting everybody just go crazy with the last, what were we at, eight, eight years of Magic cards to play around with? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the last, uh, since what, 13 or 12, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, it gives us, it gives us a lot of stuff to play around with. And, and you know, like, like I said, there's stuff that is likely going to get banned. Right. I, I don't expect, like, Treasure Cruise or, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the other one that, uh, it's got a delve on it, and I think it lets you look at the top seven cards of your library and oh, wow. in your hand. Yeah. Um, which is, again, pretty ridiculous for any sort of combo deck or you know, anything like that, or, you know, we're not, we're not going to see um, a traditional sort of storm deck, but who knows what we could end up with. Uh, right. It, it really opens up the format. It does. And I do think, and it's rather interesting because they have now um, dedicated to four of the magic fests for next year for pioneer. They, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna push this format. I mean, it's, it's taking a lot of, you know, and from their perspective, as far as, you know, like Blizzard of the Coast and the secondary market goes, yep. you've got all these sets that are, I mean, you know, uh, Tireless Tracker from the um, Shadows over Innistrad block. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it gets played in some decks. Uh, it's a really good card, but there's a lot of cards from those blocks that you're not really seeing. I mean, um, I remember Torrential Gear Hulk used to be like, in, in standard was like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna play a control deck, you're gonna play some T gear hooks because <laughs> they're really good. I mean, you're just not seeing them. Um, like in modern, you've got Snappy, which is like a much cheaper torrential gear hulk right. that does pretty much the same thing. I mean, you don't get to cast it for free, but it doesn't cost six mana to cast it, so you know, yeah, well, it's. I'll... it's just look, snappy. Yeah. Well, I'm just looking at, you know, a lot of the cards that, you know, like right now everybody's going crazy for Thoughtseize, and everybody's going to have Thoughtseize if they run black. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Seriously, between the main board and the sideboard, you, you're going to see a lot of Thoughtseizes. Right. And Uncomfortable amounts. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, there's a lot of really, really good cards that aren't good enough for modern, so they just kind of sit. And I think that's kind of one of the ideas of where they're going with this is, well, there can there's a place for these things. We can find a new home and, you know, having magic, you know, we're what, 25, 30 years in the magic now having chunks of time that, you know, like, Oh, this is everything through this chunk. And this is everything through that chunk. So if you chunk yeah. it up, you get more, I guess, pathways in. Cause I, I don't remember. I just was just there five seconds ago on MTV goldfish and your standard modern deck is about a grand. And usually that's the lands and a few other cards, but it's you know about so a thousand bucks. Standard less so, but uh, modern is generally more so. I mean, there's some budgetary stuff, but yeah, I would say that your your standard deck pop out at about. I mean, I, right now with Oka being expensive, yeah, you're you're talking seven eight hundred bucks probably yep. for a lot of those decks, and then um, uh, modern decks. That's kind of where they start. I mean, there are some that are cheaper. Right, right. Like Storm is cheaper, and like good old fashioned Delve is cheaper, and Burn is cheaper. But a lot of the other ones, like uh, Wurza, um, you know, Eldrazi Tron, yep. tend to be more. So you're talking in the thousand dollar Jund is always pretty expensive. Expensive, yep. Yeah. So I, I mean, it gives it gives the options to people who want to try something, and I. Don't think it's just going to be um, modern light either. Uh, no, 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 no. Depending on what they choose to ban or not ban, uh, it can add a lot of variety. Like uh, in modern, one of the big ones that's uh, well, it's 
everyone calls it the most powerful planeswalker. He is a um, uh, Deathrite Shaman. Oh. Even though it's not a planeswalker. Mm hmm. Because it has all these planeswalker like abilities. It's a one drop that if you have stuff in your yard to get rid of, I believe a land, you can use it to ramp for mana. You can use it to gain life. Um, it has a third ability, but I mean, most people just use it for ramp. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I'm sure it's relevant later, but uh, um, I guess fortunately or unfortunately, I didn't really play uh, with it in uh, modern. But uh, in uh, Pioneer, it's not going to be as scary because you're not going to have as much stuff in the yard. It's not always going to be a mana dork. Oh, I mean, the only okay. fetches in the format would be uh, like... Um, Evolving Wilds, yep. which I don't think people are going to play. And <laughs> the new one, the uh, Fabled Passage, which I do think people will play. Right. Um, but that gives you, what, eight total possible fetches? Right. In the entire format versus the all of the, what, the ten different fetch lands? Right. In, in Modern? Or, yeah. Um, I, I just don't foresee it being nearly as scary. It'll be good. I'm fairly confident it will be quite good, but I don't see it being the everybody has a death red shaman. Yeah, it's not going to be like, and here's your token three cards that you need for this deck. You know that everybody's going to be playing. Yeah, here's your set of death rights, and you're doing other stuff too, I assume. But here's your set <laughs> of death rights. Well, you know, because after the announcement, I mean, it didn't take more than a day to people on Magic Online to start brewing the crap out of this format because it seems like a lot of people have the cards and also they're like because that's kind of about the age of uh, magic online as well and people are just running with it i mean people are bringing back um um phoenix decks because they just went out of rotation people are looking at monocolor blacks because of adamant and um devotion um in past sets i mean that people are really kind of getting excited about this and i'm not going to probably say it's because of Oko, but I'm saying Oko's probably helping this a little bit. I mean, it's distinctly possible. I, you're going to have all of the standard cards to play in it, and uh, you're going to see a lot of your favorites from standards a few standards ago, or even more than a few standards ago. Um, I mean, I, there were some really fun decks that I enjoyed, uh, some of which were very not that great, but, uh, you know, even... What is it? Uh, Innistrad block or Shadows over Innistrad block. The uh, I played a humans deck. It wasn't it wasn't fantastic, but it was fun, and I would win some games with it. Mm -hmm. um, I did play stuff with uh, uh, Gear Hulk and uh, even stuff before that. Obviously, with uh, Return to Ravnica, which I, I unfortunately was out of the game at the time when that was in standard, oh, or maybe fortunately, depending on the situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, there's a lot of really good cards from that from that set and that block, and even a couple of blocks after that that will be, um, I think, pretty relevant. Uh, and stuff that you know may see some uh, or is seeing some modern play, but uh, even more so. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and we were talking, you know, leading up this offline, but we we're talking about you know this might bring back some good old tribal decks, and you know, you know, you were talking Merfolk, and I'm like, oh. I have a you know a recently standard Merfolk deck that could be a lot better now, so this could be fun. So I do think this is, yeah. Yeah, I think this might introduce some more quote fun back into Magic for a little bit right now. I mean, because people are it's kind of a wide open format, and people have you know we're not going to know the ultimate ultimate de you know five decks within the first three months. It's going to take a little time to brew this out. And you yeah, know, and I think it'll be important to um, be careful and appropriate and and uh, very um, decent with the ban hammer. I, I think they will have to use the ban hammer. I think they will have to put down the uh, the, the okay, some of the stuff is just, just a little too twisted for the format, but it, it gives you new eyes to look at the thing with. You know, you're, you're re-envisioning how the whole uh, situation rolls. Mm -hmm. So it gives you it gives you a chance to re-envision how the ban hammer needs to be smacked down upon others. And they may end up banning stuff that's um, 
still, uh, you know, maybe it's legal in standard and it's legal in modern, but maybe they'll find something that needs to be banned in the Pioneer format for whatever reason. Right. It's uh, possible. Who knows? Well, they're, doing... they're trying to make it into something else. Well, something that they can actually, you know, I guess cash in on them is one of the big ways they're thinking yeah. about it because it's, you know, people want yeah. to show up and play in the um, Magic Fest and the tournaments. Uh, but also that secondary market that we keep talking back about, you know, because um, one of the great stories coming out of this was, you know, a week before the announcement of the Pioneer, suddenly all the really dominant staples out of Pioneer got uh, bought up everywhere by a couple. You know. Yeah, I mean, everybody was like, OK, we'll just buy up all these before the you know market. And you're like, great. Yeah, I'm a little sad that all the thought seasons are gone, and I don't have a full place head, so sigh. I guess we'll try stuff without black in it for a while until I, hopefully they drop off, or hey, I mean, could even get banned, who knows? I don't right. think they'll ban it. No. Um, well, I want, I, you know, for like a... You can four, always hope. Yeah. Well, a four point, for about 4.5 seconds, I was working on a modern, you know, token, black-white token deck. You know, is an older school deck. And, you know, Thoughtseize was a staple. And I was like, well, I'll just save up and get money. And now with this, I'm like, nope. I don't feel like I have to take out a mortgage to get those. Right. But, you know, once again, we'll use other cards or slower cards. And, you know, they're putting out some newer stuff that's good for, you know, thinning people's hands down. But, well, yeah, I mean, you've always got the stable of duress if you need it. Mm-hmm. And with the new set, there's the... Oh, shoot, I can't think of the name of it now because I just got two paper copies, but it's, you know, the target player discards two cards from their hand. Then you combine... Yeah, I think I know which one. Oh, it discards two cards. Yeah. Actually, I don't know what that is. Um, hey, it's, it's all good. Yeah, it's a four or five creature. It's like a two black, two casting costs. Then you lucky clover it, and then you're just like, all right, they have no hand now. Get rid of that hand. Yep. But I think that's pretty. Uh, I think there's a lot of possibilities in Pioneer. I mean, because they banned stuff in Popper already. You know, they've been trying to keep that format fairly happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they'll play and around. Cards are pretty broken in Popper too. I mean, like. Oh yeah. Popper has uh, what is it? Ponder and Preordain that are banned in almost every other format except Popper. Or restricted, I guess. Yeah. Um, but because um, they're ridiculously good, one one casting cost draw scry type stuff. Yeah. Which is ridiculously good. Yeah. So I mean, I play them in almost every one of my uh, commander decks mm-hmm. and popper decks that can run them. So. Um. I'm kind of actually looking into Pioneer because I do have some modern cards. So you know the the more recent cards. And this is more going to be yeah. more accessible for me to get into than, say, Modern Modern, which is, you know, just, you know, mortgage-breaking. Yeah, there's a big barrier to entry into regular Modern. And that's usually the lands, and uh, some of the big Eldrazi are pretty expensive, and some the Planeswalkers, some of them, like uh, um, Karn, the old Karn, not obviously yep. new Karn or new new Karn, but the older Karn. Um, and then, uh, like, yeah, Ugin the Spear Dragon is pretty expensive. And I mean, Jace is in there now, and he's always, he, he was pricey. I think even when he was banned, he wasn't exactly free. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had a chance to go down to the local game shop here, talk to them about that. But you said in Des Moines, Pioneer is getting some interest already in some play? Yeah, um, I I think there's uh, they they've started Pioneer at one of the shops down in Des Moines on Tuesdays. Um, whether or not it's going to stick or not, I mean, the fact is that uh, Wizards has decided to put a certain amount of time and and money into having it for the uh, uh, Magic Fest or what did you say it was Magic Fest? Magic Fest. I don't know. I mean, they keep changing the names on me. Um, but yeah, Magic Fest, Command Fest, whatever. Something yeah, fast. Whatever it's called, yeah. Um, a tournament of some kind. <laughs> a tournament of some yeah, kind. They're, yeah, they're, I think they're probably going to... Uh, yeah, they're they're going to stick with it. It's a format. I mean, it's going to increase demand for for cards. And so, like, you know, like we were saying on the secondary market, I, I don't think they're going to be like, well, okay, the secondary market is taking off us. But... Well, because I know, you know, in my travels 
and one of the things I do when I travel is I go to the game shops and see, you know, what they have. And I usually, you know, put some shekels to a local game shop because I want to keep them alive. So, you know, yeah, I'm up a place to play. Right. So I go up to the core in Cedar Falls and first turn games in Cedar Rapids and my local game shop here. You know, they have, you know, some of these What's am- your local one there. Uh, Phoenix Reborn. Okay. And, you know, they everybody has, you know, boxes of the last, you know, pre-standard set, you know, Amonkhet and uh, Kaladesh and stuff like that. And, like, first-turn games goes back even more than that. I think they might even have a shadow box. You know, this will maybe get people to purchase some of those eventually and, you know, kind of move yeah. some of that old stock that just kind of seems to be lingering around. And inevitably, that's going to increase the prices of stuff. But, hey, you know, such right. is life. And the other interesting thing is when they announced this that, you know, they also announced the next form, uh, the next set releases, but they're now teasing that there's going to be another special set release coming out. I don't think it, maybe it might be a Pioneer Horizons or a Pioneer, you know, staple set or whatever. Yeah, not so modern Horizons. Yeah, not so modern Horizons. Um, yeah. Because... All they announced was all the standard sets, and we'll talk about the other stuff here in a little bit, but, um, you know, there wasn't a modern set on the horizon for the next year, and all they have is these, you know, black, you know, special sets that they're going to be handing out at one of the, we'll look it up eventually, we'll look it up in post, but, you know, one of the Magic Fests coming up, they're going to be handing those out, so it'll be interesting to see if it is going to be a popper, not popper, but a pioneer set. It very well could be, too. Because you could really... It's probably not a bad idea. Well, because, I mean, I enjoyed the heck out of drafting Modern Horizon. That was a fun draft. You know, cost-wise, it was a little steep, but it was a fun set to draft. So, I mean, if you have a... I never drafted it, but it seemed very fun. Oh, yeah. There's enough archetypes in there to make it actually interesting. But, you know, maybe they can do that with Pioneer. That could be a lot of fun, too. Yeah, totally. All right. might be very fun. (laughs) Well, we're going to have to watch this and see. Uh, when we get it back, definitely be something that takes off. Yeah, when we get back, we'll talk about the other magic release coming up here in the next uh, fiscal year. The Transformers will return after these messages. Hey, that was a great movie. That trailer looks amazing. Man, I wish we had a local show that would talk about movies and comic books and video games and everything we like. Well, there is. It's called the Game Table. Listen to us. Anthony and Doug on every Saturday night from 9 to 10 p.m. on 1310 KOKX. We want to thank our sponsor, Radio Keokuk. Radio Keokuk is the home of Z93, the Rock on the River, and 1310 KOKX, the Talk on the River. It's through their patronage and support that we can provide this show for you, and we'd like to thank them for everything that they do for us. Welcome back. Um, before we get out of here, um, once again, Magic and Wizard of the Coast are like, they just want money, so they're going to give us stuff that we probably want. Um, just flashing back, Ben, did you ever get to mess around with Commander 19 in any of the pre-cons or play a little Commander back there? Was it August now? I have totally lost track of time. I did not mess around with the pre-cons at all. Um, I looked through them, and frankly, I kind of wanted to buy one. Uh, some of them sold pretty quick, and were a little tough to get a hold of. Um, uh, I'm starting to see them I around. It did not go quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm starting to see them around. Um, was it the Madness one you were looking for? Um, I like the Madness one. That's the Vampire Madness, right? Um, well, yeah. It had the Vampire card that didn't fit the Madness, but yes. Yeah, I kind of like that one. Um, there, Yeah, I think that was primarily the one that would have been nice. Um, what can you do? Right. Well, it's just once again, you know, time, money, and effort. You know, you're like... Yeah. And actually, to be totally honest, we're all doing that right now with the Throne of Eldraine Brawl pre-cons, because they're, they're gone. Yeah. Well, and everyone wants the Mana Rock for 
you know. Well, um, Commander. I, I, what is it? Ten bucks for a common? Yeah, something, something like, like that. that for Commander. Right. It's more than that, maybe. Oh yeah, and there was a couple other ones with the tournament tournament grounds and a few other cards that were hot really in the beginning, but then dropped off. You know. Yeah. I wanted to get the Knights deck just because I wanted to buff up my Knight Commander. You know, I wasn't really excited about the Fairy deck, uh, but the other two were kind of interesting as well because you're like, I can turn those into Commander decks. And that pretty much was what the um, Twitter poll or whatever someone threw out there was. You're like, so you're going to play Brawl? No, I want this Commander. And that's pretty much the reason reason why people bought them. And that's how I feel about Brawl. I'm like, (laughs) it's Brawl. It's like... Add to Commander. Yay. Well, here's kind of the interesting thing that's been kind of floated out there. Instead of having Brawl be standard, well, Brawl could be for Pioneer. You know? You can, oh, they'll have to make another one then, right? Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> so we're going to have like five different, you know, Commander variants, five different. Yeah, you'll. Commander, Brawl, Ruffian. I'll call it Ruffian for now. That would be fun. Then can we have a Popper Brawl? We'll call it arm wrestling. There you go. Better than farm wrestling, which I thought you were going to go for. I'm like, oh, that's going to be bad. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Commander has a niche, and they're starting to do Commander Fests around the country. I know there's a Commander Fest coming to Chicago, and I need to look into more of what they're going to be offering. But they did it at the Vegas, Las Vegas Magic Fest, which is kind of their they keep calling it their Gen Con of the year or their Comic Con. That's their big, you know, tournament of, you know, that's three or four days of just magic. And they're bringing in, you know, celebrities, the Command Zone podcast, who does a lot of commandery stuff. They did like special tournaments yeah. with people. They had the uh, Tolarian Academy guys, I guess, there, and uh, Pheasant Kenobi, and a whole bunch of people. And they kind of turned it into like a celebrity play magic type event. So commanders out there and i do think it's popular do you see it much down in your realm of the world yeah there's definitely some commander uh frequent commander um uh games that go on um it's it's pretty it's pretty uh the word i'm looking for it's pretty steady it doesn't seem to really ever drop off i mean there's always it, it always seems like there's commander games going on even on like fnm days though there'll be a few commander players and then um, at least down in uh, Mayhem in Des Moines, the um, the Monday night crowd, there's a lot of commanders. Okay. I mean, it's, it's probably like easily 30 plus people. Oh, wow. Um, That's nice. Down playing there. Yeah, so there'll be quite a few quite a few tables worth of commander going on. So, and yeah, you'll, you'll walk in and, you know, I guess if you don't know anybody or haven't played down there before, it can be a little intimidating to be like, you just walk up to a group and say, hey, I'm looking for a game <laughs> you know, and they'll, they'll, they'll be like well we just started this one but uh, or we needed one more thank you yep or something to that effect um yeah, yeah everyone's pretty cool i don't think i ever had anyone be like Ugh, what are you asking well no they ask you who's your commander and then they judge you and then you go away crying that's true i was asked for spikiness levels well spiky is your commander deck because it's not just who's your commander you could build a commander deck that's you know not that spiky, uh, relatively speaking, because you take out like, you know, some infinite combos or right. really time-consuming turns because you, you get that sometimes. Right. Where stuff that's not very like I will smash everyone. Um, so you may have people who play a commander deck that's you know a fairly scary commander, but is a lot less spiky. Yeah, because you're um, like he, he looks scary, but the deck isn't that bad. No, it's not that bad. So I always ask people, like, what's your spiky level, uh, and then determine how spiky I need to play. Right. So I kind of have a variety of um, more or less streamlined decks to choose from. Right, and that's kind of where, you know, some people will recommend if you do Commander. You have a pre-con, you know, those are pretty leveled out, and then you got a pre-con that you tweaked and made you optimize a little bit better, and then you might have, you know, a custom build, and then you might have a for-fun deck, you know. Yeah, or even like a possibly a one v one deck. Though I one v one commander seems a little goofy to me. But. Yeah, it seems like odd. It's kind of like playing, you know, one on one baseball. It just doesn't seem to work right. Yeah, it's it's more like just catch at that point. Yeah, exactly. Whoever you know gets the first round wins the game, sort of thing. Yeah, and um, you know, so 
this last year we just had the commander decks and we had the brawl decks which ended up becoming commander precon decks um but 2020 they're kind of going all out for commander which is kind of blowing me away but once again there is a niche for it i guess you know once again it seems like it's yeah i mean it does sound like they're going to crank out a lot of commander decks yeah so in more than one wave no less yeah that's the weird thing that's coming out so april you know we're used to getting the four commander decks you know commander 2020 commander 19 well this one's coming out with the set in april uh coria's law of behemoths as the uh land of behemoths sorry that's the set that comes out in april and they're going to be five pre-con decks there and they you know have a good percentage of commander only cards reprints and decks from the uh, cards from the set so not only are you getting f- one more set but you're getting it a whole three months or- earlier than normal which can be fun that is yeah and then they're gonna have more aren't they yeah so zanladesh rising is in august and that's two more sets so we're up to seven and then Did you say Bangladesh rising? Zand Zangladesh? Zangladesh? Oh, I, I have no idea what it is, so. Yeah. It's not Bangladesh. You know, that's something else. Okay. But we got two sets there, same thing. Uh special cards with that, come summer prints. But here's the interesting one that I forgot to mention the other time we were talking offline before we got started today. Um they're doing a Commander Green spell book. So they're gonna oh reprint some of the best green cards for commander and like a special spell book kind of like jace's spell book and gideon's spell book and where it's well, like, i wonder if they're going to reprint gaia's cradle the answer is no they're not going to <laughs> one can dream right and it's technically not green anyway no so. true but um they got us on the technicalities yeah but there's something like it's gonna be like 10 cards they're gonna be a couple foils a couple new artworks all that jazz you know, so you can get that signature spellbook thing to help, you know, flesh out some of your cards. And then the guy was being interviewed said, oh, yeah, we're going to do a white and a red and a black and maybe an artifact one coming in the next couple of years. But this will be one of their, you know, space out over time. Here's the one that got yeah. me. Um, they call it late fourth quarter. So probably Thanksgiving, Christmas time. They're going to do Commander Legend booster boxes or booster set. So these are twenty card confused as well. <laughs> there are twenty card boosters that are draftable for Commander that are going to have over seventy um, legendary creatures in them to be your commanders. That is a lot of legendaries. That is a lot of legendaries. Let's start. I, I am I am not sure what to make of it. Well, let's start. Do you want to draft Commander? I I don't. I'm going to go with no, <laughs> but it might be fun. I just, like, my brain goes, no, that doesn't, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Because then you're ending up with, I'm going to draft a commander. It's not like you bring a commander, so you have no idea what your colors are even going to be. Right. So you're like, okay, I guess we're going to just randomly decide what we're going to play. That's sort of like everybody takes their commander deck, sets them on the table, assigns a number to them, and rolls a dice. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're like... like, well, I've never played this guy before. Except then you do that with all the cards. Yeah, because that's the tough part, is how do you find your commander? You know, do you just automatically take the mythic, the the rare mythic's rare spot and go, this is my commander, hope it's not a land. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you, you, you could, I should be interesting i I don't know if it'll be good i just think it's it's curious because you're like it is curious yeah new so Mm -hmm. you know new things are always better right (laughs) sure let's let's go back to brawl sometime and we'll talk about that yeah yeah oh there's no sarcasm in my voice i promise yeah well and also we got we gotta see if pioneer makes it longer than frontier and then we'll we'll go from there well, Pioneer is supported, but it, it'll stick around in some way or another because it's supported by Wizards. But, right. Um, Frontier wasn't. It was a non-sanctioned format. And I, frankly, it's they pretty <laughs> much just ripped it off. Oh, yeah. Let's not get ourselves. So then, you know, 
So to be able to be draftable, you're going to have to have, you know, something for mana in there. So you're going to have to have mana rocks. You're going to have to have dual lands. You're going to have to have something in there so you can play a three or four color deck. Because if you're drafting, how do you know you're going to be able to play these things? You're like, man, I really wish I had an extra, you know, color in here so I can actually play, uh, level this thing off. I mean, they could put some sort of ramp, but if they're putting, a say, like a signet in there, Mm-hmm. If you're playing Commander, and assuming they're using the same, you know, Commander rules, if you have a Signet and it's a Simic Signet... Oh, uh, yeah. You And you have a Commander, and you're like, well, oh, it's a rock. I'd love to have a rock, but I'm not running blue. I'm running uh, green, white, uh, red. I can't use that Simic Signet. So because it's if not my Commander's colors. You're like, I would love to take it as a rock. I want the acceleration. But I can't use it because my commander's colors are not that. Yeah, and here's my question: If they're booster boxes, booster hacks, how can you avoid the? Do you have to sit there and go, "Do I already have this card?" Because I can't pick a second card. Because well, I mean, I don't know if it's like you start off the draft and you draft it like a normal draft, and then out of what you drafted, you go, mm-hmm. "Okay, I guess I'm going to." pick this as my commander because my draft cards happen to be that way. I yeah. doubt you pick a commander initially, and I could be wrong about that. Maybe they have, maybe it's a booster box, and the first pack is like oh. all legendaries or something, which I don't think it'll be. I think it's going to be distributed everywhere. And so you're going to draft, and then out of what you've drafted, you're like, I have a legendary in here, because they're going to have just a bunch of legendaries. Yeah, with 70 legendaries. And that'll end up being my commander. Yeah. Because so- I have you know, the most of those colors. So, I mean, it's an interesting thought here on this whole... Oh, yeah, you're... I mean... Yeah. And if it's still Singleton, you, you can't pick a duplicate, so... Well, unless you want to, you know, you know, greed draft or rage draft and just sit there and going, well, no one else is going to get yeah. this. Hate, hate draft. Yeah. You're, you're like, like, haha, no one will be playing with this creature or card or whatever. But then you got that one guy that hoards all the mana, and everybody else is like, well, I guess I can't play now. Yeah, but unless they have a, whatever, four or five color commander, they can't either. So they're just like, well, it'll just be a slower draft. Yeah, I really don't know how it's going to work. It seems... Everybody gets a Golos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it seems bizarre to me to, to have it work that way. I'm not sure how it will effectively work. It doesn't mean it won't. Right. I just have no idea. I, I, I find it fascinating, and once again, we have an entire year to figure this stuff out, but it's going to be one of those things of like, I, I, I salute their ambition. I, I just want to see how the product turns out, because that's going to be the big thing. Yeah, and I mean, it could be a lot like, uh, so if you, did you do Sealed at all on like any of the Ravnica blocks? Uh, like RTR or... No. Um, okay, or... Any of the Radnica blocks, for that matter. Um, they had what are called uh, seeded boosters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, you pick a Simic one, and you'll have one, You'll, I think it was, uh, it was five packs, and then you have one Simic uh, booster pack that is just Simic stuff. So it's distinctly possible that they're, like, maybe seeded mm-hmm. uh, packs or something like that. And but again, if you're drafting, you're still passing it around the table. So I don't really know how that works. Or maybe you'll start with a seated pack. Oh, okay. Uh, you get whatever's in the seated pack, and then you draft out the rest of the packs or something. Um, so you have like a larger draft pool. Well, I mean, you have to have a larger draft pool because you're gonna have a hundred cards. So. Right. Or they might make it sixty. I don't know. Well, anyway, even if it's sixty, it's still a larger yeah. pool of cards to use. And since it's all singleton, you've got no duplicates that you could use if it's still following that rule in Commander, which seems kind of like one of those keystone things for Commander. Um, so they probably will. What's a Chaos uh, Draft? There's then? just a lot of stuff. Which one's Chaos Draft? Is that where you pick a, you draft the pack and then you open a pack? Uh, I'm trying to remember which one that is. I, I don't think I've ever Chaos Drafted, so I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not sure. Okay, I think it's something like you, you draft two packs and then you open a third pack and then that's how you plane off because i always thought it was oh, weird okay. that you didn't it's open like halfway the... between sealed and yeah draft yeah um they wanted to do that down here and every time i've 
uh, they've done it, I've not been around. It's been one of those, you know, oh, we did this on Friday. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so I'm not sure, you know, if it's going to be more along those lines. But it's curious, you know, as Ben wrestles a bear. Um, uh, oh, that was, I, was, I was wiping my nose. No, no problem. Okay. And wrestling a bear. Okay, just checking. I'm just curious it where this Yeah, I'm curious where this is going. But once again, we're going to get, what was it, two... I think we're getting nine uh, pre-con decks next year for Matt uh, Commander. Which is, I think, by far the most. I I, I, I want to say maybe five is the most before that. Maybe maybe yeah. six, but yeah. um, I think it's five. So I have a feeling that Commander is going to be, you know, in a good place next year. Because a lot of people are getting Commander like myself. I mean, I don't have any many of the Commander staples, you know, back from the first couple rounds that they haven't reprinted so hopefully 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 they're going to reprint some of the you know some of the manner fixers and some of those you know things that you should have in a commander deck and that way not yeah you know, it's be you know ten dollars for this one thing that pretty much everybody should have in their deck oh like the the new signet yeah they got to reprint that somewhere because my gosh i did not want to buy the brawl deck <laughs> but i really want that signet that's a common because it's literally in a maybe in a two color deck you wouldn't play it, but I probably still would. In any other deck that's three or more colors, it is a it is one of the ninety nine automatically. Yeah, you're like I. I, I it, it is an it is in a two color deck too. Let's not kid ourselves. It's a ramp card that oh, has yeah. for the colors you want. It's a it's a signet that doesn't. It's a um, like a civic signet or whatever that you don't need to put a mana into even mm-hmm. it just taps for whatever you need i, I don't monocolor decks don't need it but they might run it anyway because as far as mono red rocks go or mono black rocks obviously you can't have any of the the two color signets so it, it's nearly every deck um it needs it it's it's pretty good yeah, yeah. so this this might be a way to like help plan out some of the costs, help plan out everything so that everybody, you know, can feel like they're on the same, you know, level again. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it, reprints are always good. <laughs> um, that's one nice thing about the Master Sets, too, is that you give you the option to get some of those cards that you just are pretty expensive to buy in the secondary market yeah. to, pot- to potentially ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in the... Um, uh, when they reprinted, the, I forget which master set it was, but when they reprinted in the master set, uh, some of the fetch lands, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Commander, that's fantastic. I mean, and the nice thing is you can run one of each fetch land potentially in any commander deck. I mean, some of them would make no sense, but um, because they have no mana symbols on them. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting the next year for, and Magic seems to be doing a lot of stuff this year with products and events and such so it'll be interesting to see if everything works yeah and i think the one thing they really well i mean there's many things that <laughs> yeah. you should be careful about and game balance is one of them obviously but is you don't want to overwhelm with products i know like they're a company that likes to make money because profit is good money is good. i mean yeah money, i hear i hear that money is good i hear it too. told me that once mm-hmm. yeah so, i don't remember where i heard it but um, the uh, the problem that I think they've had in the past sometimes is overprinting products. That's one of the reason I think they took the master sets kind of off. off the table for a while. Yeah, because they were dropping a new set every two or three months, and people are like, "I cannot spend a billion dollars on just buying all of the new everything." Yeah, well, that's the thing is yeah. we're quiet until I can't remember when Theros comes out, but uh, we're quiet. It's been quiet, but, but this gets nuts, right? Well. <laughs> From War of the Spark, Modern Horizons, uh, M20, Commander, and then um, Throne of Aldrain, we were hitting something every month. It was a nutty summer, and so there was yeah. a little bit of burnout, but now it's like, okay, we can whew, breathe a little bit. Yeah, it's and also, you know, if they're going to look into new formats and they have bannings in the modern that we've spoken about in the past, um, we kind of have to let stuff. Um, settle down and see what's what. Yep. Um, and releasing too many sets, especially that affect some of these uh, rotating or non-rotating formats, for that matter, um, casual or competitive formats. Uh, releasing too much too quick 
doesn't give you a chance to go, okay, what do we actually need to do as far as either banning or unbanning something? Um, what, what does the meta look like? You know, it's, uh, it's a little difficult if new stuff's being injected all the time. Yeah, it's tough to figure out. You get your footing going on, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you want to keep it a fair and balanced uh, game of Magic, yep. yeah, relatively. Well, Ben, this was fun. Thanks again for calling in, bud. Yeah, no problem. Uh, have fun and exciting times with drafting and commander and, and yeah, standard and yeah, new standard. I mean, I mean pioneer. New standard, new um, pioneer, new modern. Yeah, new new pioneer. Yeah, new modern. Um, well, one yeah. of the one Thanks of the for talking with. yeah, and one of these days we'll get back to talking about wargaming. So, wargaming, what's that? <laughs> Our first love. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the Transformers will return after these messages. We want to thank our sponsor, Radio Keokuk. Radio Keokuk is the home of Z93, the Rock on the River, and 1310 KOKX, the Talk on the River. It's through their patronage and support that we can provide this show for you, and we'd like to thank them for everything that they do for us. Hey, that was a great movie. That trailer looks amazing. Man, I wish we had a local show that would talk about movies and comic books. And video games and everything we like. Well, there is. It's called The Game Table. Listen to us, Anthony and Doug, on every Saturday night from 9 to 10 p.m. on 1310 KOKX. Welcome back. Before we get out of here today, we got a few quick news and notes it's that wonderful time of year the holidays are upon us there's lots of plenty of good stuff coming out and um right now the tabletop miniature world is on a pretty good spot uh we're about two weeks ago the star wars legion clone wars set came out um there you can get the clone troopers and the um droid the cars and all the uh, little robot guys have uh, been out and they've also released their first rounds of expansion sets the uh, droid cars battle droids and um, some of the other little guys um, and I think they've released a grievous will you're saying um, one of the more interesting aspects of the next round of Legion box is uh, you can pose General Grievous in like three different ways. I think he comes with a gun and then lightsabers and a couple different poses. So that's kind of new and exciting. Um, but the box set looks pretty cool. That's going to be my Christmas plan is to paint up two of those boxes and get the little battle droids out. I think they're going to look really cool um, on the field next to, uh, you know, the regular clone troopers and also with the rebel troops because you can play all four factions against each other which will be kind of neat um but there's a few other things coming out uh for legion for the christmas holidays they've already released new vader and i think they have the expansions for the um um you can add more dudes to your squads they're basically heavy weapon guys to add to your squads the other cool thing coming out i believe it is this week uh time of recording um, the Marvel Crisis Protocol from Osmodis Games. It's a subsidiary of Fantasy Flight Games. Um, this is a miniature Marvel superheroes game. Um, corsets coming out, and the corset you get to have Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Captain America, and Black Widow. That's the one I was missing. Um, and then for the bad guys, it has Doc Ock. Uh, Baron Zemo, Red Skull, uh, Crossbones, and Ultron. Um, and the cool kind of thing about this new Marvel game is the terrain is usable and destructible, and it comes with some cars and some lampposts that you can rip off and hit people with. And it looks like a really kind of cool tabletop game. The whole tabletop scene where you've got about a two-foot by three-foot vo- boy, uh, two to three-foot board um seems to be kind of the new standard um you know long 
long past are we going to be doing the 4 by 4 tables or the 4 by 8 tables for Warhammer games. We're trying to get it down to those, those nice foldable table size to make it nice and convenient. So tournament play is a lot easier than having to have a bunch of customizable boards. But this game looks really kind of fun. I've been watching some of the unboxing and game changes game uh gameplay videos and some of the painting tutorials and i'm like this could be fun to a paint up but also you know it looks like a fun game like an entryway game into model uh miniature wargaming um in the future they i think they're releasing modok and the hulk for the first expansions and then i know they have blank panther killmonger coming out um they have a couple of uh thor and loki Entrancherous and somebody else, and a few other the kind of big hitters already lined up to come out. Oh, and Venom are lined to come up here in the next couple of months. So this would be a great one of those. You know, if there's a gamer in your life for Christmas, this might be a great you know kind of put together game for the holidays. Um, other kind of news on the tabletop front: uh, Warhammer's getting ready to release for 40k at least the Psyker units and Emperor's Children's getting their expansion. And I know they have a bunch of new battle boxes for Christmas, which is usually a good gateway into the game. But of course, it's 40k, so it's you know 200 bucks for about 30 models these days. But those expansions are coming out. Um, that kind of wraps up everything here for us. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. There's uh, plenty of material coming out, especially with the holiday stuff. Marvel movies, maybe the ending of DC Universe um, Online. Um, there's a lot of news that we need to write down. Hopefully we can get Anthony in this weekend, or maybe we'll get Ryan to talk some of the uh, good old... Um, DC Plus, not DC Plus, Disney Plus that's coming out this week. So we'll get a chance to hopefully talk about them soon, but like and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And don't forget the Instagram. I was rebagging and boarding a few comics this year, and I found my new Fantastic Four, which included Hulk, Grey Hulk, Wolverine, Ghost Rider, and Spider-Man from the 90s. That was uh, Walt Simonson, and um, it just brought me back to 90s nostalgia there. So you can find that on the old Instagrams as well. And you can find us on Spotify or Anchor. You can listen to all our old episodes like this one and last week's where Ben and I were talking about the OK Band that did not happen. But we will be back next week. Have a good week, folks. <laughs>